just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We are back on the Rational Boomer Podcast. Hopefully your day is going well. It is Friday and holy fuck. Yesterday evening, we had some big news stories. You no doubt heard about them. And we're going to talk about them here today. But if you went to bed early, you may not know at all. Because for as big as the story was, there was more. (laughs) There was more. Before we get to that, we are going to check in with some emails that we have. The first one says, Hi, Mike. Great to listen to your podcast once again. Thank you for explaining about the IRS's new proposed funding for audits. I did not know they set a minimum for who they're going to go after. That's good to know. I have a lot of family that listen to Fox News and are always fearful of Democrats passing anything because they think they are being targeted. Of course they do. It's so disheartening to see this, and I don't ever think that they will change because they don't look deep into what's really going on. How could they? They watch fucking Fox News. They just watch corporate media and repeat the talking points. I'm just hopeful we expand our majority after the midterms and put pressure on our representatives to pass more laws that benefit benefit us daily, every day, non-millionaire people like us. And she signs it, thanks, Ivanka Trump. (laughs) Now, that's a joke. It's not really Ivanka Trump. It's her way of saying, don't say my name, motherfucker. I'll kick your ass. Now, she didn't really say that, but she wants to be anonymous, and that's fine. It's not Ivanka Trump, though. All right, the next one. Mike, remember when you solicited ideas for nicknames for Trump followers? What about a contest naming the seized documents from Mar-a-Lago? I submit the Putin Papers. That's a good one. This comes from Ted, clergyman Ted. That's a good one. But with the news that came out after you sent this email, we may have to go a different angle on this. And then... I get a note from his uh, his wife, Jen, both of which were on the show a couple of times, actually. And uh, Jen says, and what is this new I- news I hear about Diaper Don ignoring an FBI subpoena for the documents prior to the raid on his residence? This is a gift that keeps on giving. Diaper Don going down. Hashtag Diaper Don going down. That's her suggestion. Uh, hashtag DT is squeezing his buns. I like that. I don't know if that's going to take off, but I like it. And hashtag, hashtag, but pleads the fifth. Yeah, we know Donald Trump went into uh, Letitia James' attorney general's office and uh, pled the fifth 440 times. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Um, But... (laughs) He's got way bigger problems now. That's the least of his problems. All right, the last email says, Hi, Mike. Trump has backed himself into a corner. The FBI searched his residence and apparently seized more documents. 
I'm pretty sure if I had as many entities investing me, investigating me as he does, I wouldn't hold on to the incriminating evidence unless it meant a whole lot to me, especially since he has already had documents seized from the same residence. My theory, and this is speculation, is that there were very important and incriminating documents seized by the FBI. I have a feeling that what they found is really, really bad for Trump. If I had to guess, it would be something tied to Putin. Let's hope he's not selling secrets to his buddy. I also think Trump's allies are telling us that this is a big deal. Did you notice how harsh the backlash was from the right? When they bark the loudest, it means they are guilty, usually of the very thing they are barking about. Trump chose to make the raid public. He chose to make it political. Garland said, if you want to play that game, I, I'll release the warrant. That puts Trump in a loose, loose situation. And being a criminal to Trump's long list of failures. Yeah, he's fucked, and I love to watch it happen. Signed, Joshua. P.S. I'd love to get an update from the Great White North from our Canadian friend. He's talking about uh, the young man from Canada that was on the show. And if you're listening, email me. It's about time we get you back on the show. Everybody's interested in hearing what you have to say, especially with all that's gone on yesterday. So let's kind of recap what's going on. I know I've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, Donald Trump's house gets raided, Mar-a-Lago, because he has documents that he took with him from the White House to Mar-a-Lago. Now let's just say up front. First of all, the uh, National Archives said, hey, Donnie, you got a bunch of documents. We want them back. So they went down there and they got 15 boxes. But somehow, somehow Donnie didn't give them all the boxes. So then the DOJ is talking to him, trying to negotiate a way to get those boxes out of Donald Trump's house. Let's just say up front. The fact that he took those boxes and those documents from the White House, bringing them to Mar-a-Lago, if you don't do anything else, that is a fucking crime. Just that is a fucking crime. Then they have to go back down there and get 12 more boxes. And these 12 boxes were found out about because apparently there's an FBI informant inside Donald Trump's house. So it's somebody that's connected to Donald Trump. Some people are thinking it's Secret Service people. Some people think it's Mark Meadows, Jared, Ivanka, whoever the fuck it is. Melania? I don't think Melania is sharp and aware enough to do anything like this. But nonetheless, they had a uh, an insider tell the DOJ what the fuck was up. They sent the FBI. They raided his house. And, of course, this put all the Trump fucks in an uproar. They're making threats. They're yelling about civil war. They're going to hang the judge. They're going to kill Merrick Garland. You know, all the normal stuff you'd expect out of these fucking clowns. You know, you remember when we talked about that, I said to you, I said, you know, these guys are cowards. 
you're not going to see any groups of people attacking a capital or a politician or anything like that because they're cowards and they don't have the cover they had when Donald Trump was president. I also did say you might see some various one-person crazies doing something fucked up. And, of course, we did, and we'll talk about it later, in Ohio, some guy was going to take on the FBI in Ohio, and uh, he fucking ended up dead. So all's well that ends well. That's one more trump that we don't have to deal with. And he was a trump because he was posting on Truth Social, on Facebook. He was a big Trump fan. He was big mad about the FBI raiding Donald Trump's house. So he thought he'd go to the FBI and take them on. And this dumb motherfucker is dead. Now, people will say, you shouldn't be happy when people die. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. If there's one fucking person or one group of people that deserve it, it's this motherfucker. So I am ecstatic that he got taken out. That's one less nutcase that we have to deal with. Now, of course, um, Merrick Garland came out. And there was a big concern about what was actually taken from Donald Trump's place of residence. And, of course, all the Republican politicians trying to be tough guys saying, this is outrageous. Merrick Garland should release right now the search warrant and all the things he took out of there. They didn't find anything. Nothing was found. It's all a hoax. And they were demanding it. Interestingly enough, though, while Donald Trump was talking, not once... Did he say Merrick Garland should release the information? In fact, he was asked, the Trump people were asked, they said, look, you're perfectly in within your own rights to release that search warrant and the list of things they were looking for and the list of things they took. You can do that. Just go ahead and release it if you really believe that there's nothing here. Well, of course, he refused to do that. And they kept harping on Merrick Garland. They kept doing all that stuff. And then what does Merrick Garland do? Merrick Garland steps up yesterday and says, uh, you know, I'm tired of them picking on the FBI and uh, making claims that aren't true about the FBI. And in as far as releasing the uh, search warrant and, and what we got out of there, Tell you what, we're going to make a motion to a court and allow them to release these documents. Still nothing out of Donald Trump, nothing. And these Republican politicians that were demanding it were saying nothing. Nothing has been said since they did that. Now, what's interesting is when this all started, they said it was a hoax. There was nothing there. And then they changed their story and they said, well, you know what? I think the FBI planted shit there, which is absolutely ridiculous. Nobody believes it. So that's where we were earlier yesterday, that we were waiting to see what was going to happen with the release of the search warrant and the list of, of documents that were grabbed up. 
So we've got um, Merrick Garland saying, I'm going to do this motion. I'm going to say it's fine with the DOJ if they release this stuff. Now, what happens at this point is that Donald Trump has till 3 o'clock today to either say, go ahead, release the stuff, or no, I'm going to fight it. Now, it would be interesting that if he said, oh, no, we're going to fight this. Well, all the Republicans want you to release it. Why do you want to hide it? Why do you want to hide it? And I think a lot of people supposed that he would try to hide it. You know, he would try to keep it on the DL just because that's what Donald Trump does. And that's, you know, delay tactics are all about what he did. So now we're in the early evening of yesterday. And that's a lot of fucking news. That's some crazy shit. We had the search warrant. We had uh, the Republicans demanding it be released. Donald Trump not saying anything. So what does Merrick Garland do? He calls their fucking bluff. He says, sure, we'll release it. We'll send it out there. We sent it to get a motion from the uh, from the courts. And Donald Trump will have an opportunity to argue about not releasing it if that's what he wants to do. And I think a lot of people believe that that's what he wanted to do. But then, then we get the big fucking news. We hear that U.S. federal agents, FBI, were looking for documents relating to nuclear weapons when they searched former President Donald Trump's home in Florida this week. Whoa. This paints an entirely different fucking picture. This changes everything. Nuclear weapons. You're telling me that he had documents in Mar-a-Lago. He gave 15 boxes to uh, uh, back to the National Archives, but he had 12 more, and the FBI had to go down and get it. We also found out that the FBI had subpoenaed him, and he ignored it. They were trying to negotiate this thing for a long time, and he refused to do anything. So they felt it was important to get in there as quickly as possible to get that shit out of there. And up to today, we would figure out why would he do that. Well, we fucking know. He had documents pertaining to nuclear weapons. Now, why would he fucking have that? Now, we don't know if that's what was recovered in the uh, in the search, but we do know two things. We knew that he had an inside informant there, and he was a- he or she was able to point out where everything was to the point where they had to break open his safe. So I'm guessing they probably got it. Now the interesting tip off on this whole thing, if you look at. Uh, who signed off on this and who was there. The person was a gentleman by the name of Jay Bratt from the FBI. He leads the counterintelligence department within the FBI. That's weird. Because that has nothing to do with police records. That has nothing to do with classified generic stuff. This is counterintelligence. This is about... 
other countries. This is about um, secrets from this country getting to other countries. So that's a little tip off. So if there was any question that this report might not be correct uh, in as far as having nuclear documents in Donald Trump's possession, this gives us a tip that at least they believed that was true. This is weird, and this is getting a little scary because this paints a whole different picture with Donald Trump. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, he was the president. He could declassify anything. And if he says it's declassified, it is, so he's not in trouble. That's kind of partially true, but not totally true. There is a process for doing that. Donnie can't just say it, snap his fingers, and it is what he says it is. That's not true. But even if that were the case, okay, even if that were the case and he could do that, there's one caveat here. When it comes to nuclear information, he can't just declassify it by snapping his fingers. He can't. You see, there's another level when it comes to nuclear documents and nuclear secrets. He has to get signed off by the uh, Department of Energy and some other people. It's not so easy for him to declassify it. fact is, it's not easy for him to, to declassify anything, but especially anything having to do with nuclear weapons. Now, that's an entirely fucking different deal. The FBI reportedly sought classified documents related to nuclear weapons when the Bureau searched former President Donald Trump's Florida residence, Mar-a-Lago, earlier this week. That is a thing. That is being reported by the Washington Post, by Reuters, and any number of other people. Now, the newspaper citing people familiar with the search said that the revelations reflects the concern government officials had about sensitive nature of information Trump and his team took to the, uh, the resort after he left the White House. Now, it's unclear what type of documents the FBI sought or if they pertained to nuclear weapons belonging to the United States or other countries. It could be either or it could be both. Attorney General Merrick Garland said Thursday he personally approved the decision for the FBI to seek a search warrant for Mar-a-Lago, adding he had moved to the Department of Justice to make the warrant public. Officials had reportedly been searching for any potential sensitive classified documents that had been improperly taken. Now, there are probably other kinds of documents, but the real problem here is if it is, in fact, nuclear shit, like I say, that brings us to an entirely new level. I mean, you've heard me talk on this podcast and on TikToks, and I've said, you know, Donald Trump will probably get indicted, but he won't get any jail time. It's unprecedented for a, for a president, and, and, you know, he's got around-the-clock Secret Service. To how, how do you put a guy like that in jail? Well, now I have to change it a little bit. Because if it turns out he was holding nuclear documents and he was providing it to some of his friends, now keep in mind, some of his friends include Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong-un, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. I don't know how they don't put him in jail. 
I don't know how that's possible. I mean, this is pretty egregious. I mean, here's a guy who helped mount a fucking coup against his country, and now he's taking nuclear secrets and passing it out to his buddies. I mean, there's a lot of things you've got to consider in this situation. Little weird things that happen, like when Donald Trump was president, he really wanted to uh, sell the Saudis some technology for nuclear weapons. He really wanted to sell it to them. He wanted to go around Congress and just sell it to those fucks. He didn't care. He just wanted to sell them. Remember those meetings he had with Vladimir Putin? And nobody could listen to what was being said? We know that Donald Trump has done some business with Russia, probably owes them a lot of money, and when you owe the Russians a lot of money, and they'd probably just soon kill you, you have to come up with something big for them. And I would guess nuclear information and nuclear documents from the United States could prove to be pretty valuable. Now, I'm not saying it's Russia. I don't think it's North Korea. I'm really leaning more towards Saudi Arabia. I mean, think about this. Do you recall when Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, grabbed up $2 billion from the crown prince to invest for him? Who hands somebody $2 billion to a guy who knows nothing about investments on a new company he just started? There had to be more to that situation, certainly. It's all very weird and very telling as to what's going on here. But like I say, this puts this at a whole different level. This is scary for the country because it, uh, it is an infringement on our national security. So imagine that. He mounts a coup. Now he's got nuclear documents that he's possibly sharing with our most hated enemies or adversaries. Would Donald Trump do that? You're fucking right he would do it. He only cares about himself, so if he owes the Russians a lot of money and he needs to do them a favor, yeah. Saudi Arabia is his new uh, benefactor, so if he wants money from them, he's got to provide something. Jared Kushner gets $2 billion, presumably, for fucking nothing. That all seems very weird. And what's really weird about this is that Donald Trump, in the first place, took documents out of the White House and brought them home. When the National Archives bitched about it, they put together 15 boxes. They grabbed them and took them back. And the National Archives said, wait a minute, there's some other shit missing here. We need to grab this stuff. So Donald Trump then just doesn't say, oh, okay, yeah, I missed that. Here's the other 12. He argues with them. He debates with them. He negotiates with them. And I always found that strange. I mean, if you've stolen something and they know you have it, what's to fucking negotiate? Go down and get the shit. Well, Merrick Garland and the DOJ and the FBI apparently thought it was important enough to go down and get it. And then we find out that what the FBI was looking for 
was documents pertaining to nuclear weapons. This is fucking crazy. And you know what? After hearing this, you know what those Republicans who insisted on seeing this list of things they grabbed out of it? Not one of them is saying a word. I'm going to be interested to see what they say today. You see, what happened What happened is when Merrick Garland sent a motion to court, he said, we can release this, the DOJ is cool with it, and Donald Trump will have the opportunity to shut it down or at least try to shut it down. Because just because Donald Trump says he doesn't want it released, it's really up to the judge. Donald Trump and his people... um, better have a good reason and have a good explanation for it. And it better be by three o'clock today. So that's a big ask. But I think everybody out there was thinking, look, you know what he's going to do. He's going to claim he can't do it. He's going to look like an idiot for doing it. All the Republicans said, release that shit. We'll prove that it's bullshit. But then if Donald Trump comes out and says, we're not releasing it. Same old story. Delay, divert, distract, do all that shit. So people are presuming um, that he's going to do that. He's going to say, no, you can't see it. Because if there are, in fact, nuclear uh, nuclear documents in there, of course he doesn't. It's going to... It's going to expose him for the criminal he is. So you presume he's going to try to shut it down and delay it. That's what you would presume. And if you went to bed early last night, that's where we kind of left it. We were going to wait till 3 o'clock today and find out if Donald Trump was going to be okay with it. And we're presuming he won't be and they'll try to delay it so it doesn't get exposed. That's where we left it. But if you went to bed early, (laughs) something else happened. Something else happened and it's surprising. And we'll be right back and bring that information to you. So let's take a quick break. All right, let's just recap here. Donald Trump, when he left office in January of 2021, when he left office, he decided he was going to take some official U.S. governmental documents, presidential documents from the White House all the way down to Mar-a-Lago where he lives in Florida. Now that act right there is illegal. That is a crime. But he does it nonetheless. Well, after a time, the National Archives says, we're missing a lot of documents here. you got to give it back to us. So Donald Trump then piles up 15 boxes of documents, and they go, there you go. National Archives comes down. They grab them, bring them back to where they're supposed to be. But after they're going through this stuff, they look around in it, and they say, hey, we're still missing stuff here. Donnie, we're missing stuff. We want that stuff, too. So, apparently, he held back some of these documents for whatever reason. And then they get into a negotiation. And again, like I said before, why are you negotiating with a guy who stole something in order to get back the stuff that was stolen? That makes no fucking sense. But they go through that process. The FBI then subpoenas him, and he ignores it. They 
think that these are pretty serious and sensitive documents. So the FBI says, fuck it. Merrick Garland says, fuck it. We're just going to go in there and grab this stuff. We are going to raid or execute a search warrant on Donald Trump's house. So they do that. And they pick up 12 more boxes of documents. Now, how did they know there were more documents? Well, they were missing documents. And then there was some kind of mole within Donald Trump's little circle there at Mar-a-Lago. And they seemed upset about it. So they uh, were an informant for the FBI. So when the FBI came in, they knew exactly where the documents were. They went through the house and they went to his safe. They cracked his safe open and got some shit out of there. Okay, that's some pretty compelling stuff. Now, after that happens, of course, the Republicans are very mad and they say, the Department of Justice has to tell us exactly what they were looking for and give us a list of things they stole because we know it's just fake. We know it's just phony. But then after a time, they change their tune and then they say, you know, the FBI probably planted shit in there. Because between those two times, apparently they found out, yeah, there's some bad shit there. So they had to backtrack it a little bit. But they still pushed... Uh, Merrick Garland to release the stuff, thinking he would never do that because Merrick Garland is pretty meticulous about the things he does. People decide, you know, Donnie, you could release the search warrant. You could release the list. He says, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Let's leave that to Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland steps up and says, fuck it. Yeah, we'll release the uh, search warrant and the list of things we were looking for and the list of things we got. Well, he called their bluff, and once he did that, everybody went radio silence. Nobody's talking shit about anything. And then later that night, we hear in a report from the Washington Post, Reuters, and some other places that it turns out these FBI agents were specifically looking for documents pertaining to nuclear weapons, and that changes fucking everything. That changes everything. So Merrick Garland has submitted this motion to the court about releasing this information. And now we really want to see the fucking information. Because if it has to do with nuclear weapons, what the fuck is Donnie doing? Well, we can only bet what Donnie's doing as the king of the grifters. He's trying to sell this shit to make money. There is no question in my mind that that's what he's doing. So in this motion, it goes to the judge, and the judge says, Look, Donnie, you and your people get together, and you decide if you want this released, but you only have till 3 o'clock today. And I apologize if you're listening to this after 3 o'clock today. That's, that's possible. I'm going to do another podcast with Ed to hopefully update this whole thing later today. Anyway, so people are presuming Donald Trump's never going to allow them to do that, or at least he'd try to stop it. Fact is, Donald Trump doesn't have ultimate power here. He can make his case, but the judge can say, yeah, nah, we're going to release it anyway. And given the importance of the possibility of nuclear weapons documents in this, the judge might say, fuck you, Donnie, I don't care what you say, we need to release that. That could happen. 
But still, you know Donald Trump is going to try to delay it, distract, divert, whatever the fuck he does. I mean, that's what we're expecting, right? But wait a minute. <laughs> like I say, if you went to bed early, you didn't see this next story. And I'm going to tell you this story. And this will kind of blow your mind because not what I expected. This comes from the AP, and it says, Former President Donald Trump called late Thursday for the immediate release of the federal warrant the FBI used to search his Florida state hours after the Justice Department had asked a court to unseal the warrant with Attorney General Merrick Garland citing the substantial public interest in this matter. In a message posted on Truth Social Platform, Trump wrote, Not only will I not oppose the release of these documents, I'm going a step further by encouraging the immediate release of those documents. He continued to assail the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago as un-American, unwarranted, and unnecessary. Release the documents now, he wrote. Wow. I was not expecting that. But this is kind of typical Donnie. You know, Donnie's the one that thinks if he commits crimes in the light of day in front of everybody, they're not crimes. Donnie Trump knows he's stuck here because he already broke the law. He's already got all kinds of problems, not only from this investigation, but many other investigations. He knows he's shot here, and he knows he's going to look weak if he says, don't release it. So what do you do? Apparently, Donnie decides, I'm going to release it, even though he probably knows this could be the death knell to him, the Republican Party, and all those things. Now, you have to understand that thought process would be that of a normal person, but Donald Trump is not a normal person. He's in a corner now. He doesn't know what to do. He is flailing. So this is the time when he's going to do some crazy shit. So why would he agree to release this stuff knowing that it's going to cause a shitstorm for him? Well, of course, what Donnie Trump is probably... He, he doesn't want to look weak, so he's going to release it like, see, it's no big deal, I'm going to release it. And then all this stuff will come out, presumably, and it will be bad shit, and then he'll just try to change the narrative as he does. Oh, that's no big deal. That's nothing. That's no problem. That's no big deal. He'll try to gaslight us like he always has. He'll try to change the narrative, talk over the top of it, See, this is how his brain works. He thinks, okay, it's bad news, it's bad news, I'm fucked. Put it out there, and then I'm such a genius, such an incredible communicator, I'm going to bury it with all my genius gems of knowledge. Sounds crazy, right? Yeah. That's the only way I can explain it. I mean, if it is truly documents of nuclear weapons, this is a big problem for him because, as I said, this brings all this to a whole nother level. Now, either Donnie does not understand that, and let's be honest, Donnie is a dumb motherfucker, or he's gambling here. 
He's gambling because he really has no other choice. If he hides it, he knows it's going to come out eventually anyway, and he thinks this will make him look weak, and that is the absolute worst thing that could happen to Donnie. Oh, yeah, treason and, 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 and selling documents to the Russians or the Saudi Arabians, that's bad, but not as bad as Donnie looking weak. It sounds crazy. It sounds stupid, but that's how Donnie Trump thinks. That's how he fucking thinks. He thinks he can manage this situation, but he has no fucking clue. The Justice Department request earlier Thursday, it was striking because such documents traditionally remain sealed during a pending investigation, but the department appeared to recognize that its silence since the search had created a vacuum for bitter verbal attacks by Trump and his allies, and the public was entitled to the FBI's side about what prompted Monday's action at the former president's home. See, this whole thing you can blame Donald Trump and the Republicans for. They always do this. They always talk too much. And they always fuck themselves over. Donnie gets a search warrant executed upon his home. They go in, they take whatever out. Now, had not had Donnie Trump not said anything about it, we may not have heard about this. And the only reason the DOJ is talking about it, because Donnie broke that seal by saying, I'm being searched or raided right now. And that opened everything fucking up. And then when the Republicans find out that this happens, they're big mad, and they say, you got to tell us exactly what you took out of there. Merrick Garland, feeling pretty confident, says, okay, cool. You see, the Republicans and Donald Trump fucked themselves six ways from Sunday on this deal. Now they're in a corner. They don't know what to do. Now they don't even have to wait till 3 o'clock today to decide whether they're going to open this up and reveal it. Donnie Trump has already said that he's cool with it. Now, I will say one thing. We've seen this kind of thing before, where Donald Trump or Jenny Thomas has said, I'll be happy to talk to people. I'd be happy to do this. Now, don't be surprised if Donald Trump's lawyers come to him and say, what the fuck are you doing? We can't do that. So it's conceivable to me that Donald Trump could do a complete 180 on this and say, no, 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 we don't want it revealed. But then again, we have to realize that he isn't the final say in the matter. The judge is, and if the judge thinks it's important, they're going to release it anyway. So Donnie Trump could flip-flop on this thing, and it wouldn't matter a fucking bit. But if he agrees to it, it's real interesting. It's a real interesting study on his psychology and how fucked up he is. It's almost like it's a um, self-destruction thing. I think he honestly believes that he's got to get it out there in the public. It'll burn for a little bit, and then he can talk it down. That's what he believes. But I got to tell you, if you're dealing with documents pertaining to nuclear weapons, and he's so closely tied to Saudi Arabia, North Korea, Russia, This is not going to look good.
And there's going to be a lot of people that follow Donald Trump that will be backing away very quickly because they're a little smarter than he is. And they realize you can't spin this fucking one. You cannot spin this one. Now, should the warrant be released, the request is now with the judge. It could disclose unflattering information about the former president and about FBI scrutiny of his handling of his sensitive government documents uh, as he prepares for another run for the White House. That's not going to happen. He's as good as fucking done. Um During his successful 2016 campaign, he pointed frequently to an FBI investigation into Democratic opponent Hillary Clinton over whether she mishandled classified information. It's unclear at this point how much information would be included in the documents if made public or if they would encompass an FBI affidavit that would presumably lay out a detailed factual basis for the search. The department specifically requested the unsealing of the warrant as well as a property receipt listing the items that were seized along with two unspecified attachments. Now, to obtain a search warrant, federal authorities had to prove to a judge that there was probable cause that exists to believe that a crime was committed. Not maybe a crime was committed, that a crime was committed. Garland said he personally approved the warrant a decision he said the department did not take lightly, given the standard practice where possible is to select less intrusive tactics than a search of one's home. In this case, according to a person familiar with the matter, there was substantial engagement with Trump and his representatives prior to the search warning, but they did not they did not comply. And this is why they went in. So it was bad enough that we had this fucking search. Then we find out that they were looking for documents pertaining to uh, nuclear weapons. I mean, this is, this is starting to sound like a off-brand version of a Tom Clancy book. It's fucking crazy. And so... Donald Trump then says, yeah, go ahead, release it. Now, I suppose the judge could still say, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea to release this, but I doubt that. When you've got the DOJ saying, yeah, go ahead and release it. Donald Trump saying, yeah, go ahead and release it. And these revelations of uh, the possibility of documents pertaining to nuclear weapons, this judge doesn't really have a fucking choice in the matter. Donald Trump thinks he can manage this. He thinks he can spin it, but he can't. This is just too far. This is just too dangerous. This is just too egregious. One year you're mounting a coup. The next year you're passing along top secret documents regarding nuclear weapons. I mean, what's a fucking guy got to do to get arrested for Christ's sake? I don't know what else he could do to get arrested. Uh, He's going to get arrested for this if this all plays out the way it is. So we'll see what happens. And as I say, you might be listening to this after we know if it's been released. And I apologize for that, but I'm going to do another show with Ed that's coming up right after this that uh, we'll discuss that and we'll update what is going on.
this I'm recording in the early hours of Friday morning. So all this stuff just happened, and we don't know the fallout from it. What's also going to be interesting is to see how the Republicans respond. They wanted so much to get this information released, but now they know what they know. Are they still going to be as anxious for this stuff to be released? I'm thinking not. I'm thinking not. They're going to make some other complaint. The shit was planted, or you can't do this under under constitutional law. Even though just yesterday they were talking about, you've got to release it. That's how the Republicans behave. That's what the Republicans do. So it's going to be very interesting to see how all of this shakes out. But it was a fucking crazy night. All the revelations and then Donald Trump saying, sure, I don't care. Go ahead, release it. I'm really interested to see if his lawyers don't jump in and say, no, motherfucker, we're not doing it that way. Because Donald Trump just seems to pull shit out of his ass. He just seems to talk. He doesn't check with anybody. And a few times he's had to back off. Remember when we were talking about Jeffrey Clark and he wanted to make him the attorney general and fire the existing attorney general? I mean, he thought this was a brilliant idea. But then, of course, everybody at the DOJ said, listen, motherfucker, if you do that, that's crazy and we'll all resign and you will look stupid. And he backed off. So there are times when he's talked too quickly and too loud and too arrogantly, but he's been pulled back. I don't know if he'll be pulled back off this one or not. You know, at this point, people need to be saying, you know, I stuck around too long. I got to back off. And I think at the stage it is at now. And once we see what was in the documents that were picked up, if they were nuclear stuff, you're going to see members of Congress. You're going to see other politicians. You're going to see Trump LaFox step way back because that is a bridge too far. I don't know. The shit is crazy. It's fucking absolutely crazy. Now, it's kind of a fallout to all of this stuff. We had another tragic thing that under normal circumstances would have been a huge story, but it's kind of gone under the radar a little bit because of all this other shit that's happening. There was a gunman near the Cincinnati office of the... uh, FBI, this gunman came there looking to attack the FBI. Ricky Schiffer, 42 years old, tried to get into a local field office Thursday morning while carrying an AR-15, our favorite gun, and a nail gun. (laughs) What the fuck was he going to do with a nail gun? He was going to shoot him. The AR-15 wasn't enough. You had to bring a nail gun to? What the fuck is that about? I saw the pictures of this guy and uh, not not exactly the brightest looking guy. When that plan failed, he fled the scene in his car and was later shot dead following an hours-long standoff and an exchange of gunfire. As I said earlier, uh, no one should be happy when somebody dies, but I got to be perfectly honest with you. 
when I found out this motherfucker was shot and killed, I was happy as a fucking lark. I was whistling Dixie. Because, you see, sometimes I'm thinking these people are so violent and so triggered and so much into conspiracy theories. We try to do everything we can to change their mind, but they aren't listening. They they don't change their minds. And in my heart, say if they tried another attack on a U.S. Capitol or a state Capitol or a politician's, what really needs to be done is some serious consequences. If they are going to resort to violence at that point, our National Guard, our police departments, whoever, they need to just take these fuckers down. You put some of them down for a dirt nap, these other cowards will run and hide. The key here is we've got to stop them. We've got to calm this whole situation. Because the longer they're able to get away with these things, the longer we're going to have to deal with it. I don't recommend violence in any situation. But if you've got people that just refuse to listen and they are going to be violent, there comes a point when you have to take drastic moves. Now, hopefully they will not have to do that. But with all this violence being threatened, it sounds like, I mean, they want to tear down the FBI, the DOJ, the government. They want to hang Merrick Garland and the judge who signed off on this. I mean, this is pretty serious stuff. When somebody comes at you threatening to kill you, you have a right to protect yourself. And I see that potentially happening if they decide to do something. Like I've said before, though, I don't see that happening. They're cowards. They are not going to do that sort of thing. So now authorities are looking into threats he made against the FBI on social media. His self-proclaimed attendance at the January 6, 2021 insurrection. Yeah, this dumb fucker was there and he was a big Trump humper. And apparently he has ties to the Proud Boys extremist gang at the center of the investigation. Multiple social media profiles that appear to appear to belong to Schiffer, uh, Twitter and the Donald Trump owned True Social among them are absolutely chocked full of violent declarations, including a call to arms against the FBI, apparently in response to the Bureau's raid of Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida on Monday. Violence is not all terrorism, he said, an account bearing his name posted to True Social on Tuesday. He went on to say, kill the FBI on sight and be ready to take down other active enemies of the people. Shortly after Schiffer's attempt to breach the FBI office, the same account posted a confession. It said, well, I thought I had a way through bulletproof glass, and I didn't. If you don't hear from me, it is true. I tried attacking the FBI, and it will mean either I was taken off the Internet, the FBI got me. Now, on Facebook, Schiffer reportedly appeared in a video from a pro-Trump rally at Black Lives Matter Plaza in Washington on January 5th, according to the New York Times. On Twitter, he claimed in May that he was there for the January 6th assault in response to a photo of rioters climbing the walls of the Capitol. 
In another Twitter post from May, Schiffer replied to a post from Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene calling the election fixed. Congresswoman Greene, they got away with fixing elections in plain sight, he wrote, according to NBC. It's over. The next step is the one we used in 1775. He also made a public call for users to arm themselves and to reach out to the Proud Boys. Save ammunition, get in touch with the Proud Boys, and learn how they did it in the Revolutionary War because submitting to tyranny will lawfully, while lawfully protesting was never the American way. The extent of his ties to the political street gang weren't immediately clear, but the Justice Department contends in criminal filings that the Proud Boys had an outsized role in planning and the execution of the January 6th assault. A handful of the gang's leaders now face seditious conspiracy charges over the plot. I remember watching old Western shows, and there was a gunfighter, and somebody would say, you killed a lot of people. And the gunfighter would respond by saying, I didn't kill anybody that didn't need killing. And I know this puts me out there, but a guy like this is a danger to this country. He proved that he was going to attack the FBI. He had plans to do it. He showed up to do it, and he ended up dead. And he deserved being killed, just like Ashley Babbitt deserved being killed. And if more of these people understood that their their accountability would amount to being their death, maybe they would settle the fuck down. We can't let people get away with creating this violence and hurting people and attacking buildings and such. At some point, enough has to be enough, and they have to be stopped in any way necessary. Let's hope it doesn't get to that. I'm thinking that with this new revelation, with the possibility of uh, nuclear documents coming out of Donald Trump's house, maybe the first step to getting this all shut down and Donald Trump done and gone and all of this shit. I really, I really think it's that potentially serious if what they're telling us is true. Uh, so I got my fingers crossed because this may be the one way to get out of this without any violence. When it becomes this egregious and this unpatriotic, because what Donald Trump will have done when this is exposed is the most unpatriotic, most seditious thing anyone can do, particularly a former president. This is not going to go well for Donald Trump. I thought he would escape prison, but I'm not so sure about that now. You can't take somebody who's done what he's done and not put him in prison, regardless if he was the former president or not. You just can't. That is a bad precedence. And we'll see what happens and how this all plays out. The cool thing about this is it is Friday. And at some point today, we're going to know a lot more than I know right now at, uh, what, 1 o'clock in the morning? On Friday morning, we're going to hear a lot of shit, and we're going to find out a lot of things, 
and it may be the culmination to the ultimate demise of Donald Trump and the Republican Party because all of these people that stood with him are going to be tainted by this. The stink of Donald Trump, the putrid stink of Donald Trump will be stuck on these people forever. This will be a dark cloud that hangs over their heads forever when they run for office or they're on a TV show or something. They're going to say, oh, you're the one that sided with Donald Trump when he tried to sell uh, documents, nuclear documents to our adversaries. They're not going to get away from this. Expect them to be quiet for now until it's released, and then they're going to get loud and they're going to try to divert, distract, but it won't work. It won't work in this case. This is too serious. This is too dangerous. And anybody with a reasonable mind will understand that. And anybody with a reasonable mind won't get within 10 feet of Donald Trump or the Republican Party. All right, let's wrap things up for the Rational Boomer podcast. I want to thank you for spending time to listen to the show. That's much appreciated. I got to tell you, I'm excited as hell to see what's coming up next. Because yesterday was a lot. Today might be just as much, depending on what we find out. All I can say is I hope the best for this country. I hope we can get out of this relatively unscathed and get some kind of um, normality back in this country. We haven't been normal for a long time. And some big things have to change it. And maybe this... Maybe this is the big thing. All right. I hope you have a great day. You'll be hearing from me and Ed a little later today and, of course, tomorrow as well. So we'll keep it pumping here at the Rational Boomer Podcast. I thank you for stopping by, and we'll talk to you again later. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.